morning. It's great to be with you this morning. I find it amazing that in these times when we can't be together here in the building, that we can still feel like we're together when we're at home. I believe that's the spirit of God. He's in every one of our homes and he's connecting us here this morning. Just going to pray before I go into the word. Father God, I thank you that you're with us. I thank you that your word is truth. And Father God, I just pray this morning as we wait before you that you will speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This morning, we're continuing with the theme Embrace. And I'm just going to read a few verses from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. It was by faith Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going, and even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with an eternal foundation, a city designed and built by God. Earlier this year, um, when Pastor shared that we were actually going to be looking at the theme Embrace this year, um, one of the themes was Embrace the Journey. And I remember saying to him that at the beginning of a journey that I had to take in 2018, that was the word that God spoke to me. He said, Embrace the Journey. I believe that um, we're in a journey just now as a nation and as individuals. And I believe that God is still saying, embrace the journey. In 2018, I had to start on a journey. It was a journey into the unknown for me. It was a journey that was not familiar in any way to me. And it was actually a journey that I could never have imagined myself being on. And Abraham, in our passage this morning, set out on a journey. And it said at the start of that script, that passage, it said it was by faith Abraham obeyed God when he was called to leave home. When he started out in his journey, he had faith. And I think God is saying to us this morning, we need to embrace the journey. And it takes faith to do just that. I'm sure this morning that we've all been in journeys all different kinds of journeys, but usually in a journey you have time to plan for it, you prepare for it. Sometimes you get excited because you're looking forward to the journey. Um, I think of journeys where the case is packed maybe a fortnight before you go on the journey and you've maybe got some new things in it. You've got the travel documents, you've checked them a hundred times just to make sure all the details are right. You've bought the currency that you're going to need. You have absolutely everything ready for that journey and you're excited. But sometimes journeys that happen to us or we find ourselves on are unexpected journeys. Sometimes we don't get time to plan for them. We don't get time to prepare for them. We don't even get a choice in whether we want to go on them. And this morning, I believe God's saying to us that he wants us to go on those journeys with him and he wants us to embrace those journeys. He wants us to face the unexpected he wants us to face the things that come out like a curveball for the side. He wants us to face them with him and he wants us to embrace them. I believe God wants us to learn how to embrace the journey we find ourselves on, whether it's planned or forced, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant. And in doing so, I believe that God 
will give us supernatural joy, strength, peace and hope in him, no matter what we face. And I just want to share with you this morning three things that helped me and will help us whenever we face those journeys into the unknown, journeys into what for us would be uncharted waters and to know that God is always with us. The first thing this morning, we need to learn to commit to God. God wants us to commit everything to him and everything means everything. He wants you to commit your plans. He wants you to commit your dreams. He wants you to commit your family, your friends, your finances. He wants you to commit every part and every area of your life to him. He wants you to include the good news. He wants you to commit your good news to him, your bad news, your successes and your failures. He wants you to connect everything to God and everything means everything. So often, we commit our plans to God once we've made them. So often, we make decisions and then we commit them to God. And the problem with that is, we haven't invited God to add his wisdom to our decision, to add his wisdom to our plans. Proverbs 16 and verse 3 says, Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Psalm 37 and 5 says, Commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him, and he will help you. In 2018, as most of you know, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was really unexpected. It wasn't planned for. And although I had known people who had been on that journey before, I never in my wildest dreams ever imagined that that was a journey that I would find myself on. As I met with my surgeon and I met with the oncology team and they gave me so much information and they gave me leaflets to read and everything that happened just happened so quickly. And they made up what was a treatment plan. I had decisions to make at that time. And although the situation seemed so surreal, um, I had some big decisions to make, both about my treatment plan about some, some there was no choice, I just had to do it, I had to go through it. Others, I could not have a choice really, but there was a choice. And I had to pray and ask God that I would make the right choice in those decisions. But there was a bigger choice. And one of the things that happened at that time is, that was a big year for us as a family, and we had planned that we were going to go to New York, and there was different things we had planned for that year. I was going to Cherish, we were going to the Hillsong Conference in London, and when we were talking to the surgeon, one of the questions we asked was, should we cancel all these things? And her words to us were, no, you don't need to cancel them, you can postpone them. Just postpone them because your treatment plan will take approximately nine months, just postpone them. And at this point, I felt God saying to me, Cathy, I'm taking you on a journey, and I want you to embrace it. It was a journey into the unknown for me. It would mean leaving aside everything that was familiar to me. It meant my everyday life changed, and nothing was going to stay the same. Before that, I would often say to Jim, I love my life. I loved my life. And if people had asked me what would make your life better, I couldn't have answered them because I actually had a life that I loved. 
And that made it all the more difficult for going into this unknown journey where I was not in control of anything. And I can tell you, if you've ever felt so out of control, like I did at that time, you'll agree with me that it's a horrible place to be. I had no control over anything in my life, and I only had to trust in God. But in the midst of all this, I had a peace, and I wasn't afraid, because I knew that God loved me, and I knew that he had promised he would never leave me, or forsake me. But I had a huge decision to make that wasn't really a decision to do with treatment or to do with the outcome of treatment. The decision that was the biggest thing that I had to do at that time would determine the next nine months of my life and probably beyond that. And that was the decision as to whether I would go through nine months of treatment, kicking and screaming and asking why me? Why is this happening to me? Why do I have to go through this? I've never done anything to deserve this. Or I could make the choice that I would do what God was asking me to do and I would embrace the journey. Embrace means to accept willingly and enthusiastically. And God wanted me to embrace the journey that I was going on. And I don't know what you're facing right now. I know that we're all facing self-distancing, isolation and all the different problems that that brings. But in the midst of this journey that we're on as a nation, as a world, where we are going on a journey through a virus and everything that that holds, there are also personal journeys within that because life goes on and things happen. And suddenly you can have relationship problems, you can have family issues, you can have health issues, you can have job loss, you can have financial crisis, you can have so many different suddenlies that can happen and you find yourself on a journey that is unknown to you, that you've never experienced before. And I believe God wants us to learn to navigate our journey well, to embrace the journey with him and in doing so we'll experience more of him in our lives. Secondly, as well as committing to God, we need to trust the Lord. As I began that January in 2018, I had to trust the Lord was my promise keeper. He was my way maker. Do you know songs that we sing? But when you're faced with a journey into the unknown, it needs to be more than a song. You need to know that God is a promise keeper, that God is a way maker. We have to trust that what I knew of him, what I knew God to be, I had to believe that about him. I had to believe I could trust his word. His word says in Psalm 46 and verse 1, God is a refuge and strength, always ready to help in time of trouble. I had to believe Jeremiah 18 and 14 that says, O Lord, if you heal me, I will be truly healed. If you save me, I'll be saved. Jeremiah 13 and 17, I had to believe that God had said, I will give you back your health and heal your wounds. In Zephaniah 3 and 17, and this is appropriate for us now as we face the situation we're in, for the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty saviour. I had to believe Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. I had to believe that God's ways are perfect. I had to believe that he was faithful, that he is able, that he is gracious and compassionate, that he loved me. And this morning, I want to assure you 
I believe God wants you to know that he has no favourites. God has no favourites. He loves you as much as he loves me, as much as he loves anybody. He loves you and he's with you. And as I walked through that journey, my trust in God grew. My understanding of his great love for me grew. My dependency in him grew. And the freedom that I have in him grew. I found in that journey that what the enemy meant for my harm, God turned around for good. God did not send me a dose of cancer. He doesn't cause bad things to happen to good people. But when we trust him, when we embrace the journey through difficulty we face, he is faithful. And as Romans 8 and 28 says, we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for him. We need to trust in God. We need to know that he is our hope, our strength, our deliverer and our protective. This morning, I don't know what kind of week you've had. I'm sure it's pretty much like mine. But I want to tell you this morning and remind you this morning that God is among us and he is our mighty saviour. But as well as committing to God and trusting in him, we need to walk with God. God wants us to daily walk with him. Walking with God requires faith and he wants us to walk in faith. Earlier we read how it was by faith that Abraham obeyed God. We need faith this morning. We need faith when we wake up in the morning to walk with God. To walk with God through whatever difficulty we might face. You know, sometimes the difficult journey we find ourselves in can be our own doing. I've walked many journeys with God. And I remember one that was so much, so much a mess that I made. My own mess. And... At the time in 2018, when I was walking through cancer, I said to Jim, do you know that other journey was much worse than this? I said, because I really haven't done much. I don't know what I've done to, to be in this situation. But the journey of the mess I made, I know that it was all my mess. I'd done that myself. And I want to tell you this morning, I don't know what difficulties you're facing. I don't know what messes you've maybe made. But I want to tell you that God will never say to you, it's your own fault, you went ahead and did it. No, God will never say that. What God will say when we make a mess is, here, come on then, let's walk this journey together. Let's fix the mess. Let's walk it together. I'll bring you through it if you'll only trust me. I mentioned earlier that I struggled not really having any control over my life in 2018. The journey through cancer is not an easy one for anybody. But God had already spoken to me through Psalm 91 that he would give me the best of care and I can testify today that he did. But all he wanted me to do in that journey was to walk with him. To keep walking with him. Even in the most, the most difficult days, he was with me and we walked. I might not have walked physically, but in my spirit I was walking with him. The journey through cancer was mine to walk but the cancer was not mine to own and there was people that walked the journey with me there was people here in church that so were so encouraging sending me words and texts and always been there I had Jim and Lindsay in the house with me all the time and I did have a lot of support with my family but the only thing that really can sustain you when you're on difficult journeys that are yours alone to walk 
is your relationship with God. He's faithful. We need to know him. We need to know what we believe. And God is faithful. God is calling us to walk through the difficult times with him. The trials, the troubles, they'll be yours to walk. But you don't have to own them. You don't have to park beside them. You don't have to sit beside them. As I was preparing, I thought of my daughter Lindsay and I, we sometimes go to a local country park and we go a walk through the park. And I felt God was saying, you walk through the park, but you don't own that park. And that's what God is wanting us to learn, that the difficult journeys that we face, whether it be a health issue, whether it be a family issue, whether it be financial pressures, they're not really ours to walk. We don't have to stay in them. But we need to come to God and say, God, help me. I want to walk with you. And he'll say to you, come on then, let's walk through this together. We need to trust him. Commit your ways to him. Trust in him and walk through him by faith with him. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are for us and that you have promised to never leave us or forsake us. Help us to commit our ways and to trust you, that you are who you say you are, and that you are able to do more than we can ask or think. Help us to walk with you and keep our hearts and minds set in you. Keep us safe, Lord, and cause every day us to grow into the people you have planned and purposed to be. People of faith, people who know their God, and people who will do great exploits through him. Amen. Thank you, and Scott's now just going to lead us with a song. Amen.